I'm Dr. Michelle McGowan. And I'm Dr. Tim Henney. And we are Two Pods. And a microphone. All right. So we have had a lot of questions from different podcast listeners on when should I get foot surgery or should I get foot surgery? And how bad is it really? The internet's full of a bunch of people's opinions and it varies from, oh, you can have painless this to, oh, it's the worst thing on earth. So I think it depends. I mean, I you could do a Bunyan Google search and on that Bunyan Google search, you'll find tons of complaints from patients who have had Bunyan surgery. Not our patients, mind you. <laughs> you'll probably see some of them too because it does hurt no matter who does it. Right. But I always kind of think when I see a Bunyan patient, somebody comes in, their foot, it doesn't really hurt. A lot of patients who come in or patients come in and they have a wide forefoot. Their big toe kind of pushes out on some shoe gear. That's your basic bunion patient that comes in, right? Yeah, they have a bunion that hurts with certain shoes and they're really getting sick of it. And they want to get it done now because they can't get it done when they're older, some other doctor told them. Right. And one of the things I always like try to tell my bunion patients is that if it doesn't hurt except for in a pair of shoes... You shouldn't get it fixed. Throw them away. It's time to look at new shoes. The shoes, not your feet. Yeah. You don't, you can't have new feet. <laughs> your feet are not going to be new. And that's actually a really interesting thing you bring up, which is lots of times people come in with a really unrealistic expectation, kind of like cosmetic surgery. My nose doesn't look so good, so I'm going to fix it and it's going to look pretty. Sometimes it's worth it for people to put up in with that type of pain because they know something's going to look prettier. Feet are not that way. No, not in the slightest. It's very funny because people show up and they go, wow, this bunion is kind of ugly looking. I'm like, yeah, well, when we're done, you're told be straight and we're going to replace your ugly bunion with an ugly scar. Not only that, if it didn't hurt before surgery, oh, I guarantee you it's going to hurt for a couple weeks after surgery. And it's not, I disagree with that and that it may not just hurt a couple weeks after surgery. You may have, because to correct bunions, you have to actually really correct at the level of the deformity, which means if you have a big honking bunion, your surgery is going to be at the base of the first metatarsal, which means there's a long recovery and you're cutting into tissue that you didn't have any pain with at all. You could affect some of the nerves, tingling, burning, aching in the joint closer to the bottom of the foot after bunion surgery. If you had no pain before, that really stinks. Oh, absolutely. And then if you have to do um, surgery at the head of that first metatarsal, closer to that toe, you're really close to the joint. In order to really fix it, you have to cut the bone, push it over, and put a screw in it. So if you go see a doctor and they offer you the opportunity to just shave a bone, it's not going to work, and you still could have pain in the joint after. Yeah, I see the biggest two issues I see is, uh, number one, when you have foot surgery, it doesn't make it normal. Number one, the goal is to make it better. So if it doesn't bother you that bad before surgery, you're not getting much benefit after surgery. Exactly. I totally agree with that. And, and number two is it's a lot more involved than you think. You know, people come in, they say, oh, just a little bone. You're going to shave that thing down. Everything will be fine. Some people think it's skin. Yeah, exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Usually, What I tell all my bunion patients is, is talk to anyone who's broken a bone in their foot or had a broken ankle. The only difference between breaking a bone in your foot and having elective foot surgery is you decide when you have it done. Either way, your life is screwed up for at least two to four months, sometimes six to eight months, depending on if you have to have one of those more proximal procedures. I guess with the bunion, the point I'm trying to hit home with is that if you have no pain except for in shoe gear, you certainly can have pain the rest of your life in that foot after bunion surgery. Most certainly. 
because you're touching stuff that didn't need to be touched. Not only that, if you're doing one of those base the bunny and you're realigning the toe, which means you're putting it into a position it hasn't been in a while. So if you had any little bit of arthritis before, you may have more after. Uh, and not only that, you invaded the joint. So you're going to put increased scar tissue, decreased range of motion. It's never as good as new. It's hopefully better than it was before we started. And I could tell you, I think there are some foot and ankle surgeons that would have a real problem with what we're saying. A lot of them. Yes. And I'm okay with that because my job is to help people, not help other foot and ankle surgeons. Well, yeah, I guess the difference between us and a lot of other doctors is we live in the town we practice. <laughs> so when we go to the grocery store three weeks after surgery, if we lied to you and said you'd be normal a month later, you're going to throw a pineapple at me. Now, pineapple hurt. Tomatoes are messy. Pineapples are painful. I learned that the first time. I don't want either one. (laughs) But the whole point is, is that if your foot doesn't hurt, you shouldn't have surgery. More importantly, if your foot does hurt, you can still avoid surgery by buying a different pair of shoes. I tell every patient, I can find you a pair of shoes that'll make your bunion not hurt. You may not like the way they look. It may not do good in the snow, but we can find you a pair of shoes. Yeah. So my criteria for bunion surgery is number one. It has to hurt, and it has to hurt a lot. And then number two, you have failed conservative care miserably. You're having pain in that joint, in that big toe area, no matter what shoes you have on, no matter what activity you do, even if you're barefoot, it hurts. That's my criteria for bunion surgery. And I'll add one more thing. Number three, you have to understand how the recovery is going to be, how long and how bad it is, and you have to be able to perform it. Because if you can't go non-weight-bearing, we can't do a non-weight-bearing procedure on it. Not all bunion surgery is non-weight-bearing, but yes, I agree with that, totally. But where I think other foot and ankle surgeons may disagree with us is that they think maybe you can prevent problems in the future, you know, correcting the bunion before it progresses any any um, more or gets any worse. But my argument would be that I have patients that I've known for 13 years who had a mild bunion deformity or kind of a bad bunion deformity, but with no pain. I've seen them over the years here and there for different foot problems, and they still have no pain and the bunion's gotten no worse. Correct. And I have patients who are in their 90s who had bunions since they were three and have no pain ever in their whole entire life. Yeah, there's two ways to go about it. Number one, it may never bother you again. As you get older. But number two, if it does bother you, there's still a procedure that can be done. We can still do something at any age. Now, when you're 80, you may not do the same type of bunion you do on somebody when they're 20. But we can still fix it some way if you still want to have it done. And it's necessary. Correct. And then the other one I wanted to talk to talk about a little bit is um, hammer toe surgery. Because these are probably the top two things that people walk in with who think they need it fixed mainly because of the way it looks. Now... We can have other talks down the line about other deformities. People come in and they think they need fixed. But these two specifically are the number one and number two. Absolutely. People come into the office and say, I don't like the way my big toe looks. I don't like the way my second or my fifth toe looks. Can you fix it? And your answer is? Uh, How bad does it hurt? And they say, oh, it doesn't hurt at all. Then no, don't worry about it. Exactly. And I think that's a scenario (laughs) that in a day, a very busy day of seeing patients, you might see 10, 10 people. Just like that, that come in, um, you'll even see old patients for things and they'll say, oh, you know, I was wondering, doc, I know I'm here for heel pain, but what do you think of my toe that looks a little funny? And I say, does it hurt? And they say no. (laughs) And I say, well, then don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That adage is really smart. Yeah, it's funny because you see a lot of people, most of the time, it's very noticeable in darker skinned individuals, but anybody can have it. You'll see a little discoloration around the toe. It's a little bit 
crooked, but it doesn't hurt at all. There's really no callus. There's nothing there. And they're like, well, you know, I, I really don't like that how it's a different color there. Can you go cut the bone out causing it? I said, well, we can. We can cut the bone out, and then we're going to replace your discoloration with a nasty scar, and now your toes are going to hurt because you went from a pain less joint that's normal to one we remove part of the bone now you're going to get arthritis and we're going to have a nasty scar on it it's easy money the surgery takes five minutes yes but doesn't necessarily need to be done right more importantly probably shouldn't be done it should only be done if there's pain in the joint and there is no comfort for you in shoe gear or without shoe gear that being said i see tons of people who have pain in a hammer toe but it's mainly from rubbing on shoe gear they may get a little corner callus and yeah they'll come into the office i'll shave it down and i'll show them and i'll put it on our our blog spot but a little gel pad you can put over the toe absolutely it's like a little disc gel pad you can you buy like 10 of them for 20 bucks or something and anytime you're going to wear enclosed shoes you put it on and what it does it disperses the pressure evenly over the top of the toe so it decreases the amount of callus you get there, and it'll increase the interval of time in which you get a callus again. Correct. And there's no surgery. So you're not touching the nerves, the tendons, the ligaments, and messing up the joint if you don't have to. And even my most painful hammer toes that come in that I'm pretty sure might need surgery, I still try that before I'll do surgery on them. Oh, yeah. And, and I make sure to tell them when we're done operating on you, my goal is for you to wear a nice pair of sneakers, not some fancy, goofy-looking dance shoes or something like that. You can't f- make people's feet fit into those shoes. I tell everybody, next time you go to a wedding reception, stay till it ends and look around at all the women at the end. Everybody's barefoot, whether they have bunions or not. Those shoes are terrible. They're meant to be worn on special occasions so you can't get away from your significant other at the end of the night. <laughs> well, I think Dr. Henny's cute, though, because... I don't think you have to go to a wedding just to see that. Women wear bad shoes all the time. That's why we designed them. So you can't get away from us. <laughs> but anyway, so hammer toes, um, again, just like bunions, I say your criteria, if you want to be a happy patient, this is your educating yourself. You do not want to get surgery unless you have pain in your foot that you cannot get better by adjusting shoe gear and the pain's deep. It's just not on the skin surface, just irritating and rubbing. Agree or disagree? Completely agree. If you have one or two pair of shoes that bother you, throw them away. Next time you go shopping, spend a little more time buying shoes. If you have bunions or hammer toes, I tell everybody if you're going to go shopping for shoes, there's two important things you need to know. Number one, do not go shopping for shoes before 5 p.m. because your feet yes. get bigger at the end of the day. This is true. Number two, you need to take at least 15 to 20 minutes to wear the shoe and try it on. You just can't go in, throw it on, say, oh, it looks good and go. You got to put it on, walk around the store a little bit, test it out. I recommend putting it on, shop for something else, coming back. Use it in the store for a little bit. They're not going to care. I also have a couple little tips for hammer toes and bunions when you're looking for shoes. One, heels are no good for you. I don't care if they say these shoes are more comfortable. Stay away from them. Number two, you want to go with... If you're going to go for a sneaker, you want a shoe that has mesh. Stay away from the leather and pleather. It does not give. The, your foot is going to give before the material gives. If you go with more of a mesh type toe box and shoe, you're not going to irritate it nearly as much as you will with a leather or pleather type sneaker. Two, they do make, if you want a fancier shoe, brands like SAS, um, even New Bounce, make a, a deeper toe box 
which means there's going to cheat more height and width in the shoe. It's called an extra depth shoe. And one of the things I said is there's tons of extra depth shoes. There's just a little bit more room in the toe box and they don't look like Frankenstein shoes. They're actually very cute and you can get them online. I'll put some examples on our um, pod or our, our blog, but yeah, just you don't have to make bad decisions in your shoes. There's all kinds of things. Mesh, wider toe box, deeper toe box, and you'll stay out of trouble and maybe never have any more pain in your feet because you're not going to be irritating it. Those are my big tips for shoe gear. I completely agree. Because people always ask that in the office. And when you're really busy, you think, duh, I don't know. <laughs> so maybe I'll just play this for patients. It only hurts to wear these shoes. Throw those shoes away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I always feel like sometimes I people, I they come in for me to give them very basic advice. But I didn't invite them to come yeah, in, exactly. just for the record. I didn't make you come in to ask that question, but these, <laughs> these shoes hurt me. <laughs> these shoes hurt me. Don't wear them. Thank you. And I just think people have to have realistic expectations if you are going to have surgery. But if you if you are somebody who gets to the point that it nothing helps um, and that you do wind up having to have surgery, realistically, you have to know that there is a, there's a period of recovery after bunion and hammer toe surgery, and your foot's going to hurt for a while after. Yeah, speaking of recovery, um, after most bunions, 90% of bunions we do are the distal type. I tell most people who have to get up and move around a little bit to take eight weeks off of work, and if you want to go back early, you can. If you have one of the bigger bunions, I tell them to take off 12 weeks of work, week. Or to, I, if you have to have a more proximal bunion, I tell them to take 12 weeks off of work, and if you want to go back early, you can. For hammer toes, I tell them to you're going to have a pin in your toe. You may or may not. So plan to take at least eight weeks off of work. And if you want to go back early, you can. Now, a lot of these things may vary after surgery, depending on what you did. But we don't know what it's going to be technically when you're going into right. surgery. Right. And I think that um, we can always do another podcast about what to expect with bunion surgery and what to expect with hammer toe surgery, which is probably a good idea. But in general, I think that that's really good because... You need to understand if you come into the doctor's office and think, oh, I'm just going to get my bunion fixed. And if you wind up seeing somebody who wants to fix your bunion for different reasons. And you'll see that very easily. <laughs> um, then what's going to happen is you're going to ha- you're going to go in with the expectation that this is a simple procedure. And you're going to come out with, you know, major bone work where bones have been cut, broken on purpose, put up, screwed over with a screw in place. And if you're not ready for that, you're kind of in shock. So it is not a, a bunion is not a simple just skin thing and hey, let's cut it out, doc. It's it's really actually a realignment procedure. Hammer toe, same thing. So I guess the take home message is, again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If your foot does not hurt, you just have some minor irritation on the top of a hammer toe or the side of a bunion, don't get it fixed. Completely agree. Anything else? That's it. All right. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle McGowan. And I'm Dr. Tim Henney. And we are two pods. And a microphone.